There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's Dick Toledo, and you found the resting place for all HMS podcasting. 98kupd.com, right within the 98kupd app, and at podcastone.com. So thanks for enjoying the podcasting content, and today it's brought to you by our friends at Chapman Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Check out their hundreds of new and used inventory at chapmandodge.com, because, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, this thing a lot of us really want to do is get away, far away, to where all the people are not. And I know personally working with a Jeep lover for 20 years that the one thing that can get you there, the off-road machine, a Jeep. And at Chapman Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, you can save big on the rolling definition of go big or go home during Jeep Adventure Days happening now. Visit them at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 in Indian School or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more and enjoy today's podcasting content. All right, it is a Tuesday morning. Thank you, Inept Hero. Let's uh, cruise right through this one as fast as we can possibly do it and get into uh, later in the day so we can all look forward to Wednesday and get closer to yet another weekend where we sit around and stare at each other. Uh, By the way, all the texts that Brett was reading off there that said we can't read them on there said it's cremation day at the Phoenix Children's Hospital. No, it is not. Stop it. Although, I mean, that's not funny. I mean, it's terrible. It's terrible and it's funny. Makes it terribly funny. No, it is not. There isn't, by the way, there isn't a cremation day. Well, maybe there is, but it's not. I don't Bring know. Out your day. I don't know if that's the case. But it is not something we talk about if, in fact, there is cremation day. And second, if those little... Kids smell that good. Tuesday is soil and green day in my mind. <laughs> I wonder if that announcement goes out over the hospital when that bacon starts to go. Don't forget, kids. Tuesday is soil and green day. <laughs> Tuesday is soil and green day. <clears throat> those who don't know what I'm talking about, yeah, Netflix up some soil and green. That's a hell of a movie. We're really going to be going to sensitivity training after yeah. this. Yeah. Well, we might. well, that's not my fault. It's these awful listeners that text in Tuesday's cremation day. At that. That's why I smelled bacon. No, it's not. They're making bacon for the sick kids. Well, not the Jewish ones, but the sick kids. Not the Muslims, but the sick kids. The good Christian ones that have a chance, according to them. Let's make bacon for the good ones. I'm sorry, Muhammad. You can't have any of breakfast this morning. But I might not make it through the day. Well, Allah Akbar. Off, to, off you go. Oh, bacon day sucks. It is so strong. I don't know. How, I, I don't know. What religion says you can't have bacon is immediately a religion I'm not interested in. I don't know how they do it. I live in a neighborhood with a ton of, uh, of the old-timey Hasidic Jews. And they'll walk around on Saturdays in the full wool garb because I found no out. No matter what the temperature look, is. Look, I found out one of them said you're not allowed to wear, uh, you know, poly cotton blends. You have to wear the full wool. That's legit. And they do it. And it's 108. And they can't use machines and stuff. So they have to walk everywhere. 
They're outside in like a billion degrees in the full gear. And I'm That's like, why I gotta you try to live near your shul. Look, you got to live in the shul. <laughs> I tip my cap because I'm like, you, be- you people believe. Like, I can admire somebody that dives in that deep. Like, if you're going to do it, follow it to the letter. They're like, not no buttons. The one guy told me they're not allowed to hit buttons, no levers and switches. Anything that isn't man driven is, is out. And I'm like, can you do this? Yep. I think it's Saturday or Sunday. I don't remember which day they're not allowed to touch stuff. But I'm like, that's unreal. And I, you know, I, I think you're crazy, but good on you for buying into the whole thing and not being all convenient with which ones you pick and choose. And he's like, no, you can't do that. And that outfit alone, but the no bacon part, right out. How in the world can you have a cheeseburger and if somebody makes it and not try it? There's two big religions Most in the world. Do. No bacon. Why? Because it's a filthy animal? Get somebody to bless it. Do something. There's got to be some sort of magic you can perform to have a... So you would th- think they would, um, because it's a, any animal, I think, with a split hoof. I don't care. So you they do a hybrid, create a new hoof. Yeah, put people no feet on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not beyond a- bacon soon. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing out. Well, pigs actually have fairly similar DNA to us. We can put people hands where their feet are. <laughs> That's why the Middle East is so mad. They're bacon free. If you went to Waffle House and said uh, ba- and there was too. no bacon, there'd be fights every day. Bacon is the catalyst to happiness in a certain. Just the smell of it alone takes me back to like a, a nice, comfortable time. I, I mean, mean, the turkey bacon. You it's know, good. Yeah, it I can, goes out a little. I like it. Could, it. You, could, you could buy into but it, but you don't cook turkey bacon and have neighbors go, "Someone's cooking bacon." It's just such a great thing. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Yeah, so I feel sorry for the little Muslim and Jewish children who are suffering greatly in the children's hospital with the with the Hawaiian pig roast they got going on there this morning. I don't know what's going on in there. Fantastic. I don't know if it's still happening, but it was – at first I thought, oh, well, California fires are pushing over, and they're like, no, wait a minute, that's not campfire. That's pure, uncut <laughs> bacon. Cured. Fat back. That's going on right now. And it was about maybe two-tenths of a mile of joy for me coming down the 51. So if you're there, roll your windows down if you're going down there and see if they're still blowing that up. But, yeah, try to go to a Denny's and say we no longer serve bacon. Like, fill a Denny's up. Out. Every, there'd be a scrum. There'd be a <laughs> yeah. massive scrum. There'd Throwing be a Donnie Brook. silver on the yeah, floor. Yeah, people would – you can't have a, the video that's circulating from this weekend about the Waffle House. Where the that fight and the girl's boobs flopped out, <laughs> just, and I don't know how that happened. I think she punched the guy a couple times with those with her boobs. Well, yeah. I don't. I think he That's felt the way she was she was swinging around. Look, a lady with her cans out fighting me. I'm thinking two things: a, I can't punch a woman; b, this is sexual assault. If I make, if I could keep my hands to myself, yeah. this is on video. So that poor waffle you house. You just have guy, to take your beating. You just have to take your beating from that half naked. <laughs> centaur that's crushing you in the Waffle House kitchen. I think there's different rules at the Waffle House, though, at the end oh, of the day, though. Sure, so. you can punch a woman at the Waffle House. It's pretty common. But me personally, sure, right. <laughs> right, look, I, I, it, you wouldn't be the guy. Hey, I don't go to the Waffle House. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think people in the Waffle House are going to go, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, you bougie bastard. I'm a, I'm a Denny's kind of guy. I don't go to the Waffle House. And you make choices in life. Uh, but I don't think the whole Waffle House is going to break out with a, oh, did you see that? Like, they're all pretty much in on a dude swinging at a lady at the Waffle House. That's Just don't get um, into my food. But you don't, like, for my sake, A, I'm in a Waffle House. B, a fight breaks loose and a lady's cans come out and she starts hitting me. I'm just going to kind of 
cross my hands like I'm I'm diving out of one of those uh, you know the, the helicopters for, for oh. Coast Guard guys oh. that jump into the ocean from the helicopter. <coughs> but yeah, punching a woman in a Waffle House is not an uncommon thing. It's just something I wouldn't do. And I don't recommend anyone does it, but it's not uncommon. Didn't Kid Rock hit a woman at a Waffle House once? Yeah, we talked to him. Yeah, right, he, right yeah, after he, that. he was in a Waffle House scrum. And or I talked to him and shook his hand. He hated his hand you. was broken. Oh yeah, because he was in a Waffle House fight. He put That's his right. hand out like the guy at the improv <laughs> with you. He put his hand out. It's Here you reflexive. Go. What are you gonna do? So, but that bacon smell—it's strong. Uh, Daniel Enriquez has text over too. Hey, hombre. That's how I assume he sounds. Hey, hombre. If you're so scared of the virus, stay home. Quit crying about it every day. You're watching the news. Who's crying? Oh, drive into the lake. Yeah, please. <laughs> How am I afraid of the virus? I just told you I went and did a thing with 250 people. I told you that it's an awkward time. I was relaying a story. You're so... And by the way, you're making it just as awkward, dude. Yeah, you're so... Uh, you're, not, you're not any better. No, the dude that came up to me in the parking lot after to tell me how wrong I was for wearing a mask. I'm like, I'm just... I don't, what did I say? I'm just trying to be considerate. If I didn't have to wear it, I wouldn't. I'm just following a rule. You're just buying into it. And I'm like, whatever. Well, I'm a little afraid of it. Are you? And I'm, I'm progressing along. I mean, I'm, try, I'm getting out <laughs> a little more, but I'm still... Oh, I hate it. Because I had it. That's yeah, the only no, reason. I, I just positive again? It. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm I'm not afraid of it. Yes, yes, I'm, I am. Look, I've got a clause in my contract. I didn't even realize that my lawyer pointed out. It says if I dick around too much in public, there's certain things that I bring back to the station. They can cut me. And all the guarantees and fun stuff go away because I brought it on myself. Like if I wandered in here with whatever, typhoid, I don't know, is that a thing still? If I came in and just said, hey, I got it, and I gave it to everybody. What about me, like, whooping cough. Well, that I don't know if that's a deadly community. Like if I had Ebola and just sure. came to work, flu's deadly. Yeah, if I knew, yeah, but it's it's a it's it's got a fix, right? If you've got an unfixable right. thing and you wander in and go, I knew I had it. Flu don't have a fix. Yes, it does. It's got vaccines and stuff, and it's not a. It's like Ebola will kill you. It's deadly. The flu can be deadly. It's but communicable. Most, it's communicable. Yeah, it's it's something that yeah you can. If you started that, then we could never associate with each other at all. But if you yeah. came to work with the flu, if you came knowing you had a flu. Like, I know I've got it. I'm just going to honk on everybody. There's a chance that they'd be like, what'd you do that for? And like, That's a dangerous thing. But the flu's different. But if you had like a deadly thing or, uh, you know, a novel virus and you knew you had it and you go to work, they can knock you out. That's why. That's so, yeah, that's why I'm afraid of it, you moron. It has nothing to do with the disease. It's self-preservation. Just trying to be smart. Trying to keep Brady and Brett and Toledo and Paul and Paul's mother and all these people that are here, you know. Try to be considerate. That's what it's about. You're buying into it. Yeah, I'm buying into being considerate to people I work with. I'm sorry. That's a problem for you. By the you. way, you buy into crap every day. You stop at yeah. stop signs. You do all – I hate, I hate yeah. that argument. You buy into everything as well. But I don't understand the but buy But the part of it, you know, also, you know, going into it, like you said, if, if you knew that you had it, that's one thing. But the point of you might not know you had it and you, you But these aren't it. people that are talking about the disease itself. They're talking about the hype. Yeah. And they're trying to right. make people who are being considerate jerks. And the, and the fact of the matter is, I am not buying the hype. I don't want this to be a thing. Yeah. But I'm trying to be considerate. I'm trying to make it so we don't have to shut businesses down again because everybody's not acting like an asshole. I'm trying to go to the improv with my mask on as much as I hated doing it because the improv stays open that way. And those right. people have businesses. The and the other people inside of that place yep. need you to be considerate because people are watching them. Whether you buy into it or not, it's happening. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your personal feelings are. 
Your bravery and jackassiness doesn't belay anybody right. else's fears, it, real or otherwise. It wrecks stuff down the road when when everybody's like, well, you know, when we have another spike, they'll blame the mask yep. thing, and they'll shut everything down again, so, and yeah. you'll be pissed if off. We all act like if we all did it and it still worked, then you'd have a bitch about the mask, but nobody's doing it. it it's 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 not a fear. It's consideration, and people are annoying the f out of me with that. The one thing I do wonder is if if there is a surge, will it shut down like it did? I don't know if they can do that again. I don't think that's where I'm at. I don't. Yeah. I don't. But I don't. Again, your your stupid my personal feelings, your personal feelings don't matter. Yep. At all. It's called a community for a reason. Yeah, exactly. You ha- and you, you know it's socialism. <clears throat> no, you're so news tarted about everything because you can't stop watching that and being told in your echo chamber what you think and you think you're being an independent thinker but you're falling in line it's just like those goth kids that all dress exactly the same and act like they're being you know anti-social but what they've done is start their own complete echo chamber of what what is uncool is found their crew yeah but it's you're not being original you're dressing like the other people in your group it's just annoying yeah, I'm trying to be considerate. I didn't want to wear a mask at the improv. I didn't want to bump elbows with Adam Carolla. It's weird. But you do it because I don't want that person to think I'm a dick. That's basically all it comes down to. You're trying to be considerate. And I don't like I deal with the guys that react defense. They don't want to have everybody in masks while they're working out. They don't want to have to take your temperature every day. They have to. And the people that come in and go, I'm not doing it, they tell to go home. And they, they, you know, there's only been one or two total. But you send them on their way, and you're like, why aren't you? Why won't you just understand this is my business? It, it has nothing to do with my fear or what I believe or the politics or it's just I got to do this. Yeah, you're so afraid of it. Just stay home. I'm not afraid of it, or I wouldn't have gone and done a show for 250 people. Yeah. You don't. You don't make sense. Afraid and fear. Stop it. Yeah. But those it. people don't hear themselves. It's like they just don't make sense. Being so cavalier that if you had it and you gave it to somebody and, and they, no, they death rate's like two percent. So what? It's not. It's less than that. So what? If you take the entire population, yes, but you can't take the entire so population. What? You have to take the ones that got it. So what? The ones we're, that get it die. We're, we're not worried about the death part. I know. We're not worried about that. We're worried about hospitals and stuff like that and shutting down businesses again. I don't want that. I like when bars are open. That's my favorite thing. You've got to love it because your chick's in one. She yeah. makes money that way. Yeah, I didn't, and it was brutal. She was out of work for four months. Yeah. So even if you believed it or not, it's like put the mask on and get these bars back open. Yeah, and I don't. It, it's not. I don't know if she necessarily believes in all of it, but she has to do what she has to do. Right. They, they do separation. Her bar literally when she comes to work, they they take her temperature. She can't even right. start before. It's not she goes about on. believing in it. Right. It's about doing what you have to do it, to have a job. And that's what she has to tell her customers yeah. too, because yeah. they freak out about it no. too. It's life's lessons. Sometimes you have to eat to get things. That's all it is. Daniel Enriquez, who's angry about everything, <laughs> pissing me off at the same time. <laughs> Just annoying. Just be considerate. That's all this is about. By the way, this is pretty great. My last name is Enriquez, John. Why you make me sound like Stallone? <laughs> what did I do there? I don't know. Enriquez. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, because I did the. Yeah. That's the voice I was yeah. doing. Because that's my angry dickhead voice, Dan. <laughs> For everybody. I read your email as angry dickhead, so there you go. So yesterday, Megan's on the phone, and I won't give the company out. Uh, it's actually Saturday. I won't give the company out. But the, she's got it on speaker. And the dude on the line's like, I need your policy number for the account. And she said, uh, I, uh, she starts handing it out. And it starts with W-A-G-G. Or actually, he started to hand it out. It's like, your policy number is 
W A G G. She needed him to tell her what's her. So he starts saying, she goes, W, is, are you saying D? No, no. W A G G. And I'm not hearing it real clear either. She goes, W A G D. No, no. G is in gook. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know. Wow. Geez. And then he goes, uh. Oops. Uh. Uh, and he got real nervous that that was his example for a G letter. Other end of the phone, pure hysterics. <laughs> w as in WAP. Uh, <laughs> a as in asshole. And I'm he like, and I wanted prick. to say, because I wasn't on the call, but I wanted to say, you're a black guy. I can tell. I is an N-word. I is an N-word. Wait a minute. What? You heard me. I is an N-word. 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 Oh, I see what you're doing there. Hilarious. But G as in gook. And I started thinking, and they say it. These calls are monitored. And like, that dude's fired. But he, I was like, Tom Brenneman is on the line right now. All right. Let's go back over your policy. F as in... F as in W as in WAP. Girl, Greg. Nope. First no. go to. Guh. I mean, I would have accepted. Goop. Gamma ray. Goop. Might have confused me for, did he say it? But then I'm the biggest. <laughs> did he say goop or go- Oh, no. Yeah. That was his go-to to explain the difference between his G and D. I didn't hear it either. W-A-G-G. Are you saying D? G-G. D, no, no. G is in gook, you see. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the next one, C. No need. I think yeah. I got that one. <laughs> C is in yourself. <laughs> huh? Oh, my God. I love this guy's explanations. I'd love to I want to just read off license plates to the police. But, yeah, that was a thing. And I believe Megan went, ow. <laughs> and that was when it all started. started becoming a <laughs> Did you just disparage all of the... Who are they? Koreans. Korean people! (laughs) It was horrible. So we kept our account, though. And I don't know if we should. Like, is that something you take... On that alone? Yes, come on. I got to cancel the account. He just did a come on. Get that. Put that on the list. I got two more, two new ones. Oh, you do? You got to keep that. You can't, uh, yeah, that's, so you're right, a fan. Of Save his idea. job. Save his job. <laughs> you're fighting for him? Yes. How? He messed up. All right, come on. It's There's another one. <laughs> He's getting ratty. Now I'm calling him, too. <laughs> They're everywhere. Which one's bro. the new one? They're just They all sound the same. They're all bashed on each other. <laughs> the, the new one, the first one on the new one is you being kind of calm about Let it. Let me hear it. Oh, that yeah, that was the one where that one deserved it. Casual. I called that one. That's yeah. the casual. Come on. I never get enough of that. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't think you dropped one. Come on, yesterday when we were riding back. No. All I heard yesterday was "That's it. I'm done." <laughs> In the middle of a hill. I had to go back and save Brett's life for a second. But yeah. So I okay. So Brett, uh, one vote for. Keeping the company that, that allows yes. that. You, he's totally in on, on letting that be a way you describe policy numbers. Brady, what's your call I'm, to action I'm with on uh, Brett on this. You I, hang he made him. a mistake. Yeah. See, isn't it weird, though? Because my whole point— reach out maybe to that customer and say, I'm sorry. He doesn't have to go and do charity work 
for that group of people now. But Tom Brenneman, uh, anybody else who slips up and says stuff like Jonah Hill when he called that photographer who was acting like a complete a-hole, the homo F-word. Yep. And then all of a sudden he's got to be at like pride parades and like all of a sudden show support for that community. This dude on the phone says that horrible slur to me or to Megan. And uh, it's pretty hilarious that that's what he did. And he just goes about his business, which proves we're all kind of that way. But we hold these uh, broadcasts and these public figures to the standard of never making those same angry or stupid mistakes. I mean, as much as we say that, the odds are if that wasn't recorded, He's you're, probably you're, you're, yeah, yeah. You're, you're done. Well, he started acting real weird like he knew, oh, my God, what have I done? But that's his first G go-to. That means, well, that well, the argument for Tom Brenneman, oh, he said it like he said that F word before. He he said that, he says it all the time. Like Brandon Lee, remember, he was like, oh, he, you know he's always throwing that one around. He said that like he was familiar with it. Dude, W-A-G-G, you saying D? No, 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 I'm saying G's and goop. Oh, my God, <laughs> that's your first swing? And you're chunking at a ball that hit the dirt at 45 feet and you're throwing that out immediately? <laughs> G is in gamma ray. G is in Jesus, even I'd take, and it's just a goof. G is in goof. But that was a big one, and boy, he was nervous. So I have a feeling, and I don't want to say anything about what company it is because I love the company. It's great. Somebody says, how come all the cool racist stuff happens to you? I don't know. Good question. I'm a magnet for it. <laughs> Got a lot of that. Come on, this cool racist stuff happens to you. Well, frankly, cool it didn't. It happened to, to me. Megan. It did not happen to me. <laughs> You're horrible. And look how you dealt with it, though. With laughter. Laughter, and but you let it go. But imagine if my name was like who? Imagine the, the trouble that dude's in if I, you know, he doesn't know Megan might be a Korean woman. She sometimes sounds a little Korean, I think, on the phone. It's, is that where it started? Vietnam, think so. I thought it also stood and for Vietnam. I don't know who it is. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what it is. But we're not going into a, we're not right. going into the justification. The etymology yeah. Because the... you know what a bundle of sticks used to be called. It's not right. that anymore. Things have changed. And you don't want to you don't want to start going, well, you know, all it is is just the word for man. Nippon was the capital right. of Japan. And it's you know, they still have it on their shirts for the Olympics, but you don't want to shorten that up unless you're eating cheese crackers. Because somehow or another, nips are still a cracker. And I don't know how that's a thing. That, and they just have a racist style of like Columbine cookies, nips, and spick and span. Those are the things. I don't know how they're still products. I really don't. How, we're angry about everything, but spick and span still like, you know. And the worst part is all of our housekeepers have to go buy that and just look at it every day and go, I hate white people so much, Dave. No one changes this spick and span. The Latinx? <laughs> yeah, the Latinx yeah, people. Yes, so let's do it properly now. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we're so correct about everything. You can't even say Latina or Latino, despite all of the Latin saying we don't want anything to do with it. Uh, but Spick and Span, still uh, high and mighty on the shelves. Doesn't make sense to me at all. But G is not, no. I would take G is for cookie before what he said. And your account is W-A-M. Are you saying N? No, no, M as in moon cricket. Whammy. Did you just say M as in moon cricket? I did. <laughs> And then, of course, uh, uh, C as in crusty-ass white woman. Okay. Yeah, that could, this is my account. <laughs> mm-hmm. Would you like to cancel your account or continue on with us for thirty-five fifty a month? Oh, I'm going to continue on. You guys are a great product. I just can't believe what I'm dealing with. 
And then a few minutes later, you get a thing on the text. You just dealt with customer service. Would you like to – and like, what am I going to do? So you're saying it's going to be three weeks for my new passport? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> P is in Polak or piece of sh- – uh, dude, you got to work on the alpha beta here. This is the list that we're uh, given. A is an Amazon bitch. B is in Bohemian piece of. Sh- you don't have to add all that. I do. I do. It's the only way we'll get through this. <laughs> it's terrible, but I laughed and I felt bad about me. But I'm like, he said it, so it's all right. I would never do that. Maybe John, I don't know if, if you've already said it, but if the operator on the other line would have, was of Asian, maybe Korean descent, yeah. would it have been okay for him to use that as the example? It's a great question. Well, well like what if like a really hardcore gangster type was working the phone banks that day uh-huh. and my account was W-A-N-N and it would be okay for him to say that. <laughs> and then you have to repeat it back <laughs> to him too. I'd like you to repeat that back to me exactly <laughs> as I said it to you. No, this is a trap. I can't. Look, future, I know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> All right, I need you to do... All right, W is in WAP. A is an Anglo asshole. People are giving examples. N is in what you said. No, nope, say it. No, I won't. I saw Girl Loser Scholarship singing at a Drake concert because of this. I work a phone bake. My next G is going to be G, as in Grundle. <laughs> right, there you go. Fun. And then somebody might ask, you know, what's a Grundle? <laughs> yeah. Look it up. Well, let me tell Google you. that. Oh, G is in Google that. So many better options than, than what he said for G. <laughs> I'd have no idea what all the others would have been. But you're right. Yeah, if he was a hard-ass, you know. If he was like a huge hard ass Clippers fan, and I had a couple in there, that could he use them? And I couldn't. I couldn't say him back. It's a weird time. But yeah, all the cool racist stuff does happen at my house. It's very strange. It's an interesting little world. Had some good ones. Uh, did you watch the Emmys on Sunday at all? Did not. Six million people across the world did, which is by far the lowest they've ever had. And in the meantime, I did read about some controversy. Man, all it was was a political statement, one after another, and there was no, there was zero ounce of, I mean, Schitt's Creek won everything. Yeah, they took six or seven. Yeah, they won all the majors. For the the most, uh, by a single season comedy, most awards. No other show has ever won all of the majors, acting, writing, directing, all the stuff, everything they do. I don't even know what they are, but like best comedy, best everything. And so it won everything. No one, I mean, it's got an audience, but it's not huge. So people aren't like, it's not really a mass appeal thing. And uh, at, like every other award went to like some cause. It was basically just a pandering cause. And six million people watched it. And I started to think to myself, if Hollywood didn't understand it in 2016, they don't get it now. They are making middle America hate every aspect of being told how to think. And you're going to see the exact same result in November. Well, Jimmy Kimmel was catching a little heat. What did he do? Uh, he, I had no idea he's the Susan Lucci of... Oh, he keeps the, losing? Emmy, yeah, 10 yeah. times he's no. been in it. But John Oliver mm-hmm. has taken it off the table from him... Every time. A couple of times. It's a better written show. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kimmel fired back trying to be funny and say, well, congratulations. I'm going to have Ice look into you. Oh, he's going to have him taken out immigration. Which people got mad at that? That's a good joke. That's a good joke. Because (laughs) F off, people. You don't want to. You you tune in for a joke. Well, the minute you start standing on the way you've been talking on your show, 
and everything is how dare you joke yeah. about that? Well, when the, that's just know, every, that's, that's that's the opposite side of the coin of people idiots. just waiting. It is. That's, that's, that's people that's just waiting to take him down, right? And it's yeah. Yeah, that's why that's exactly why the social media yeah. thing I hate so much is because it's like okay, okay, I've seen what you say. Now you're not allowed to go down that road. It's like oh, for crying out loud! It's a uh, good but joke. I guess evidently the other thing was uh, Oliver's thing. I want to check it out, but he does a whole show on him getting his citizenship yeah. and yeah. what a yep. Task a, that mess. was, but yeah. But if he was a Mexican guy, like if he said that about, uh, you know, um, Carlos Mencia or something, he'd be like, "Well, yeah, you're going to get in trouble for that because that's the topic." But you take an Englishman and say, "I'm going to send you back to white Europe." Nah, no big deal. We're too, way too sensitive about everything. Even if you hate the guy giving the joke, you can't look for all the problems. It's a nice, right. jo- it's a nice joke about an Englishman. Those are okay. Ice jokes about Mexicans, right out. You can't do that. But a fellow whitey, sure, you can do that all day long. Yeah, there was a couple of times when I just I flipped over from a great football game Sunday night, and I watched them, and they did this big thing about, you know, uh, inclusion and diversity and then all this other stuff. And then, for, and then, like, the next clip was just bashing on some group that shouldn't be allowed to say words. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, you guys are – you're mixing this message. The Emmys were awful. But six million people – uh, really wanted to see Hollywood reward itself through this COVID time. They've done such hard work telling us how to think and stuff that it was time they all got trophies and then make fun of COVID the entire time, which is even another thing. All they do is talk about how deadly and serious and all this other stuff it is, and then they're making jokes about how they can't go anywhere, and it was weird. And they left, uh, you know, the in-memoriam whole thing. Yeah, they cut out a couple people. Kelly Preston. Oh, she wasn't uh, in it? No. Did she and, do and TV? Their, their explanation was the Emmys was well, we were on a time constraint, right? And so we have to. But did she even do television? Um, I don't know that she did. That might be an all right omission. The other one that was bad was yeah. The, I don't uh, think she did TV. Well, they would have said that if they didn't. She must have. Well, that's I mean, she what was I was on it when I was looking at it. Their show. explanation was we we have to keep it under three hours, and that's why. Then cut a speech. Yeah, yeah what is yeah. that an award? De Havilland or what's her? Olivia De Havilland? Yeah. From the Gone with the Wind? I mean, she did I TV. I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. They Speaking had to make sure of, they had enough time for their agenda. They didn't yeah, have time to it was you know, cut agenda anything. agenda-driven. And, I, you know, I don't care if I agree with the agenda. I hate watching that stuff. I don't like that. Uh, and speaking of agendas, did you see that uh, they're making black friends? Yeah, they're uh, going to well, read. Yeah. Is, it, is that the title? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, which lends credibility to my idea years ago of making an all-white 42. Yeah. Because I think that would be the best, funniest movie of all time is that we just – you cast it and you just f- switch the races of 42 and then have it, have it flip-flop back that way. But Ross Geller is not a name you can give a black guy. So I don't oh, know. Oh, they're keeping the names? I, I don't I know. I think they're oh having – what Chandler is, Bing I hope it's hilarious. A it's a read. That, uh, so they're going to read it as yeah, black people, which is hilarious. Yeah. That's see that I love that. Yeah, if you're if Just you're like tongue and cheek times at Ridgemont High, right, which went great. But if they're if you're if you're you know throwing an elbow at it, going, wouldn't it be funny if it was this? Because what they're doing with Black Golden Girls is just changing the colors of the old ladies. It's just the hue on your TV is different. Can a black guy be a smarmy asshole like Chandler? Like Chandler Bing? Bing? It would be hilarious, man. I would love to watch that. I would watch Black Friends. Just redo it's all like the black shows. Seinfeld. Black Seinfeld would be incredible. <laughs> You've never seen someone black and neurotic like George Costanza. The it jerk store be, called. Yeah, that would be his best. Monica is Aisha Hines. I don't know who that is. Um, Rachel is Ryan Bath. I don't know who that is. 
Phoebe, Uzo, Aduba. Uh, that's yeah, just, that's from uh, – she's from Orange is the New, New Black. Black. Yeah. Okay, the first one, um, Aisha Hines is from 911 and The Underground. Ryan Bath is from First Wives Club and This Is Us. Sterling K. Brown, He's from This Is Us, yeah. Black Panther. He's great. He's Ross. Is Ross. Yeah. Nice. Chandler is uh, Jeremy Pope. Would be even from better. Hollywood. Wouldn't it be even better if you just gave Matthew Perry his job back and made him live amongst the black friends? <laughs> just the token? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what Friends was. It didn't have a token. It didn't have one black person in all of New York City hanging out with these people. But it's even funnier if, if Chandler is just in it still. It just changed, and now Chandler is. And they never acknowledge it. It would be. I see. I think this has legs. Joey is Kendrick Sampson from How to Get Away with Murder in the Vampire Diaries. Yeah, I will watch Black Friends. Give that all the Emmys. Next when does year. this happen? It is happening. And they're just going to do it on Zoom. Going to read Black Friends. Do you see that yeah, new show, the Zoom that. show? Uh-uh. Oh they yeah, did I a did, sitcom yeah. with yeah. that's on Zoom. I don't. And the one guy is like, "Oh, but stays." Yeah, I don't care. About a that. sitcom on Zoom. Yeah. Well, they're out of. They're just, out of. They've got no chance. They're trying know, to be yeah. relatable. Uh, yeah. You have to sign up wow, to watch yeah. it. Mobilize. I will. US. I'll watch that. Black Friends is going to be. Is it called Black Friends? I will watch that all day. I think that's a great plan. They really they're should. Just calling it It'll friends. sell it. <laughs> and that's what my buddy Winston said. And I've said this before. Uh, I I don't think it's Living Single. I think Golden Girls is a white Living Single. Like they already did Golden Girls. Living Single was the. Four African-American ladies that lived in a house. I thought it was the same as Golden Girls. And it is kind of – Friends is kind of white living single. Martin. So it's like the dominoes of all three. He's right. It's already been done. But Black Friends reading scripts is funny because it's just it'll, – because it'll, I never liked to show Friends to begin with. As a white person, I thought it was offensive to us. I'm like, we don't act like this, do we? Is this, this is why black people hate us. Friends is why we're not liked. I Look at these people. Boy, it started a movement. Oh, it was awful. The massive size of New York apartments that you yeah, find. for yeah. 600 bucks a month yeah. with three friends. I, I, yeah, I didn't. It started a hair. You know what it started was hair movements. Yep. It started, it, it was girls watching for hairdos. Because the substance of that show is, there's a couple moments that it's got some good writing. Because I mean, it had, the people who did Cheers did it. It was right in the, the, the run of the, when the whole Metro movement came up. Well, the boys were cute. The girls were pretty. And it was all about their hair and their style. And then they're hanging out at the central Coffee perch. shops. Yeah. It was just weird to me. I didn't get friends. I didn't get it from the beginning. And especially because I went to my friend. I don't like to name names, but my friend Mark Stebbings, who uh, was at uh, his girlfriend's house, who he later married, which is good. But they had friends parties. And we were, me and my friend Brian Rendall were uh, single swinging dicks at the time back in 95 or 6, I guess. And uh, that was the year Ross and Rachel kissed. And I didn't really know what was going on, but I knew it was a, I knew it was happening because it was on People Mags. Will they? Won't they? Kind of thing. And I'm like, ah, this is just what they did with Cheers and every other show. This is not original. And so we pop by Mark's apartment one night and knock on the door. And as the best friend of a guy whose name I will mention, Mark Stebbings, you figured he's having parties every Thursday. You'd be invited to one. Well, Brian and I weren't. And it turns out because we're single, we weren't allowed to come because it was couples only. couples night nice. for friends. And Mark is, you know, he's a good dude i didn't expect this from him having known him since the fifth grade and the screams that erupted the night ross and rachel kissed because brian and i were standing in the back of the room uh from from mark which were, was surprising you were a couple maybe. yeah well, well brian and i came as a couple and we realized 
But you guys this, are ahead of your time, though. I mean, room, was, yeah, you oh, we're <laughs> way ahead of our time. Yeah, I, I completely, uh, Brian, right there in the apartment when Ross and Rachel, when they kissed, I'll never forget looking at my friend Mark, and he looked at me like, don't ever mention this again, and I will keep it anonymous, Mark. But him and his wife kissed right then and there. Yeah, They shared a moment. Well, I remember It was so cute. And, said and your stomach screaming. was so sore from laughing oh. at Smelly Cat. I mean, you oh, just Smelly you Cat was just a moment when I realized, you know what I don't need anymore? This right foot and that TV. Because <laughs> I'm going to put my foot through it. And I'm going to take the chances that the tube chops my leg up. Yeah, that was terrible. But yeah, I watched that happen and I'm like, wow. Friends is a moment where guys are basically antiquing with their girlfriends trying to get some. That's, That's how you powerful were. you were antiquing. The relationship oh, yeah, no. is. Oh, the poon is a completely yeah. powerful thing. It can, You'll do some. It will hypnotize you into <laughs> yeah. things you don't even realize you're capable of, like sitting in a group of couples eating paella and uh, and watching <laughs> friends together, and not inviting your single friends because that's not what this show's about. They can't find a girl. They need to be out finding girls so they can be part of Friends Night. I figured there'd be a bunch of single chicks there. I mean, it, Friends was a no, chick show. They weren't invited. If you were a single girl, there was something wrong with you. If you were a single guy, there was something wrong with you. Couples only. And it was, and then Brian and I showed up as the old station the we worked out had friends night. Now girls would uh, come out to that, but well, you had it at bars, yeah, at and bars. you weren't you weren't discriminating against people who couldn't find love. No, <laughs> they were. <laughs> <laughs> I was loveless. I could not find love, and I hung out with Brian Rendell on Thursday nights because he too was loveless. John, will they just title Black Friends with a Z? Yeah, Friends. <laughs> That's a good idea. And then another guy says, John, like what, what about doing blackish then, but with Mexicans? You could call it, and I won't say the cleaning no, product ish. <laughs> Speaking Spanish? <laughs> You're a terrible person. No. I mean, I'm laughing because it's hysterical, but for all the wrong reasons. It's like watching an old lady fall. It's wrong, but you laugh. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I would like to watch that though, because you get, especially if they really kind of turn it up a notch, the uh, urban side, and read those terribly stupid white. And that is the most cracker show it, for me. I feel like that show's too white. That like, is the and who whitest. Had the pet Joey. I don't. So know. They had duck. The, they had a duck. Well, who? And then what? Who? Or maybe it was Ross. Didn't Ross have a pet monkey? Yes, the first two seasons. Yes, yeah. there was in the first couple seasons, and then that thing started to eat the cast members, so they had yeah. to get rid of it. And then I don't know what they did, but it was just a t- that show was so creepily cat. white to me. Got Seinfeld's it. super white, but it's but it's acerbic and a little neurotic. White. Yeah, it's yeah, it's very Jewish. Jewish I could white. I know people like that. Yeah, I yeah. actually kind of relate a little bit to some of that. <laughs> yeah. Friends, I found completely unrelatable. Nobody acts like them. Uh, it was a deal breaker for people. I remember there was a girl I kind of liked, and she's like, Friends is my favorite show. Like, we're done. We're done. <laughs> you have no creative bone in your body. John, I like your idea of keeping Chandler White on the show it's just so they can write him off when he drops yeah. the N bomb. I also want to pass out t shirts, especially in this area, that say, Keep Chandler White. <laughs> <laughs> Just to start trouble somewhere in the Tempe Chandler border Especially area. Especially in yeah. current times. Yeah, yeah. keep oh Chandler White. And then in the back, friends. <laughs> but keep Chandler White t-shirts would be so confusing in our metro area. However, in Los Angeles it makes sense, but... Is it too urban to call black friends homies? 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is that would be a joke on friends. Right. It's just not good. It's a bad joke. I mean, I'm laughing because bloods. No. See, this is why this is why you guys aren't allowed out anymore. And by that I mean people over fifty. You just don't. Bloods. Oh, you got me thinking, John. Black cheers. I want to see oh. Black Coach and Black Woody. Yes. Well, you can go to blackwoody.com. Yeah. And it's actually, <laughs> I watched a porn. Uh, I don't know. It's, they're all blending. Saturday, all the days are all the blend of, uh, every day. But let's just get to. I, I watched one and the girl quit. What? She yeah. Quit. The the dong was so huge. It was a. Uh, one of the uh, she quit on the dong. She quit on the dong. It was like she couldn't go on, and they brought in a second. Hang high on the stunt plex. dong. Hang man. high on the plex. No, they didn't bring in a stunt dong. They got rid of the girl that couldn't take it anymore. She's wow. like, I can't. I got to stop. I got to stop. And she was right. Like this thing was a flagpole, and it was bent the wrong way, and it was just a. Uh-oh. It was huge. It's like you needed three hands to just keep it upright. She's going. And she's like, I'm stopping. I'm t- I'm calling it. She tapped out, and then they bring in this bigger woman. Who just goes to the base. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> they had her on call, though. They had a bullpen. <laughs> they had a bullpen. I guess this little one's not going to make it all, all nine. We're going to need oh. you to come in and close. She's a Mariano Rivera of Dong. You got to enter Sandman, and then she comes running in from the outfield. <laughs> I'm picturing it's like it the amazing. rodeo call. Riding the demon. Yeah. I, wait, wait. <laughs> it kind of was. You got bucked off. <laughs> yeah. Put another helmet on and get on that thing. And dude just sat there like, that'll happen. Like, he was fine with it. And he was fine with, the you know, going to the lefty in the pen. And this lady who wasn't like, I mean, the first girl wasn't that small. And I was watching for entertainment purposes. Pants up. I wasn't turned on. I'm like, what's that? That's what a man's supposed to look like. This thing is massive. Girl's doing all she can. She's got her face involved. That was doing nothing. But she was just kind of batting it about her head like shit. Like it was like if you tried to eat a Louisville slugger. You're just gonna, <laughs> gonna smash it on your face a few times. You're like, I got nothing here. And then the uh the entry point was I've seen forensic files that are less graphic than what I was looking at there. And uh she started to go and she's like, I can't, I gotta stop. There's nothing about that. It was a childbirth. And then this other lady goes, out of the way. And got right on that. I'm like, wow, she has no internal organs. Like, nothing is a in the closer. Way. It was completely, yeah. It was Trevor Hoffman. I just waited Hell's Bells. I wanted a boom. Amazing. I've never seen that in porn before. A quitter. And it made me want quitters.com. Right. Yeah. Do you have respect yeah. for her? or? Yeah, quitters, blackedquitters.com yeah. is something I would watch on the big screen when, when you're a company. I have to save myself. Yeah, I'm like, hey, folks, I know we're having a little uh, men's group meeting for the uh, church, but I got to show you something. Have you guys been to blackedquitters.com? And I wanted to look up the dude's name, but I was laughing too hard when they said, I didn't expect the second girl. I thought the video was just going to end. But I'm like, there's like eight minutes left. That'll be the next party yeah. at Mark's house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Rachel finally climbs on that thing, closes it. So I scoured the internet for more. I, I Google searched girls who quit. It, it's a lot of uh, pseudo-assault at that point. It's not really what I'm into. <laughs> <laughs> like chicks trying to get away and chicks quitting are two different things. But not too... Uh, you porn they pretty much equate escaping with quitting 
<laughs> which is a real fine line. <laughs> it's not even really a fine line. It's pretty polarized. Quitting is still consensual. Escaping is, I think that's rape. John, please gather the boys and write the theme song for Black Friends this morning. I'm oh, sure no. it won't get you fired. No, no, I'm not touching it. <laughs> I'm a fan of it. I don't know what you guys are on me for. Uh, Brady can write Bloods and <laughs> Friends. Bloods. Yeah. Look, I'm all for it. You could have just uh, – it is by far the white. They should have, that show should have been albinos. All of all six people on that show should have been albinos. Even white people who are, who are smart knew that that show was – not how anyone behaves. It was so white and so safe and so uncreative and like there's drama. Oh God, was there ever? Whether I'd kill myself in thirty minutes if that thing was on or not. <laughs> the only drama was where's the remote? I can't find it. It's stuffed in a cushion. I can't find. And the girl I was seeing at the time when it first started started to kind of like it, and then like pulled back real quick because she sensed my hatred for. The every character on it. That was awful. And then I had a good friend that looked like Chandler. Girls went nuts. Never had sex with him, but went nuts. Just like the real Chandler. You even just like Chandler. I know. I hear that all the time. That's hilarious. Are you like... And because he wasn't Chandler, it was like they couldn't divide the TV and what they were seeing. So they wanted him to be Chandler, and he was the opposite of Chandler. I think he called women the C word first. Like, that's what he addressed them as. <laughs> and you don't want Chandler Bing dropping C-bombs. That's just not what the ladies expected. Black friends. When is it happening? Didn't it give a date. It didn't a date. All right. I heard the Fast Times thing was pretty funny. Like, I heard the I read of that. that was pretty great. I saw the, uh, we all like, saw about the, 30 seconds. You know, we saw the clips of Shia LaBeouf, who actually got really high to play yeah. Spicoli. But evidently, it was like Brad Pitt was killing it, and it was supposedly really funny, so... It's available if you're interested. All right, Brad, here we go. Look at all the terror up there. I know. It is time for the uh, Action Ride Shop wake-up song. Brett, please, for crying out loud, wake us. Give us something. Well, we got a bunch of stuff up here. Uh, Mudvayne, Judas Priest, Foo Fighters, Lamb of God, Metallica, Asking Alexandria, The Doors, Break On Through. (gasps) To the other side. (laughs) Don't. Coal Chamber, which we're not going there. We already, already got in trouble with that one. Organ music. Well, stop putting it on the list. Somebody know. requested it. I'm putting oh, them up as one? they come through. Terror? Uh, no, the, the, the logo. Terror Hard something. Lessons. <laughs> Put it up. We're doing Terror Put Hard Lessons. All right. That's it. And I don't know why you're so afraid. It's a great of it. song, but. It is a great song. I'm going to be strung Somebody up on my said, balls uh, later. No, you're not. Yes, please, I am. You're such a baby. <laughs> please play Come On, Come On by the Von Bondies. I don't know what that is. It's. I think you've heard it. It's been in like TV shows and movies. Let me pull it up. I don't know what that is. Why are they saying to play that? Because of me. Come on, come on. Oh, because of Brett. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, that completely belongs to Brett. <laughs> we got two new ones, too. All right, we'll get that together. But yeah, Terror is a great one. And uh, this is actually going to put you in a good light with our boss trip. Oh, you think so? Yes, huh? because okay. finally you'll show some guts. And you'll stand up and he'll go, you know what? I hated the song, but I admire your gusto. Here's your severance check. That's what you're going with that. The Von Bondi fire. Oh, that. Come on, come on. Come on. Okay, that's Brett's theme song. Yeah, I like that. Good idea. Put that in the system. All right. But Get give the me some Von terror. Bondies in there. Give me some terror. Yeah. 
People act like they want my uh, situation, like the the dude who used G is the bad word. Like, For entertainment? You don't want that. It's like the weirdest moments of your life. And then you're – but my problem is I, I will never tell on somebody for that. Right. And maybe that – like is that complicit? Is that – because those signs in the marches that say white silence is guilt or, you know, isn't that bad? Um, I don't know. I, feel, I mean I feel a similar way as far as – I mean, if the guy apologized, uh-uh. that would be one thing. He, he, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He just moved right. on really strange. Because the the reason being is like, hopefully they didn't oh, we hear that. It. Everybody or, caught it. That's <laughs> <laughs> when you know the lady on the other line heard you. <laughs> wow. Now, is there – what is the percentage of him uh, might not knowing what that meant? Well, I don't know what that sentence means, but I think what you're trying saying to say. the word. What the word, the definition yeah, of the word. I got you. I yeah. followed it. Did she start laughing or how did she handle it? Uh, well, that, literally. <laughs> that uncomfortable <laughs> laugh. And then everybody on the, um, uh, and he tried to rattle off the rest of the, the 11 letters and numbers. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Just calm down. We all heard it. It's our 9-11. Oh, my God, lady. That seemed too far. Well, what you said was wrong. It was just hilarious. Yeah, there was just kind of that awkward, uh, did that just happen? And then it was like, let's just move on, hoping no one noticed. But clearly the there was a notice, and clearly there was discomfort. So what if you would have laughed? I did. I was in the background, though. I was like, <laughs> like Because my cause eyes were like pie plates. Oh, what did, did that? If you had laughed and he think, oh, he thinks that's funny. funny. Then and then he starts going. and he turns it up a notch because yeah. now, he's, now he's got an audience. Now he's got <laughs> <laughs> I got him. Yeah, look, I can make you laugh with an off-color joke here in the in the hallways. I'm not gonna just. I'm not gonna ramp it up. And he continues. Yeah, I, I'm at work. I'm at work, man. <clears throat> but it was a pretty interesting moment there. I I enjoyed quite a bit, to be honest. So uh, last night was pretty great too. You had the the Death Star up in Vegas. That's the first time I've been uh, depressed watching football in the first two weeks. I wanted to say like L A. The L A. Stadium is so eye candy crazy that it didn't bother me. The Death Star had no Raiders fans in it last night. The, and, and I didn't realize Allegiant Air had enough torch, money. that 93 Man, I don't know what that is. I thought that Al was, Torch. I thought it was kind of cheap. I wanted it to be real fire. I didn't want it to be one of those Amish fireplaces. And that turns out to be an electric fireplace, the torch up there. So That's got to be the first time there's been no fights at the, at the Raiders game. I yeah. mean, come on, in history, <laughs> there's, there's no one. fights in the stands. It was the safest Raiders game of all time. Because, yeah, there was nothing. But it was disappointing because – and Allegiant Air having enough money to sponsor a stadium shocked me first. I thought that was some insurance company. I'm like, no, that's the actual airline, Allegiant Air. I didn't know because that's a ton of dough. So they're doing great. That's Allegiant Stadium. So, But they kept showing it from the outside, and the thing is so neat, that big. And they call it the Death Star, which is just awesome. And then you get inside, and you're like, ah, as much as I hate the Raiders and their fans and stuff, because I hate 31 football teams and all their fans, um, that's one that is an atmosphere you got to love. The Raiders' atmosphere is like, it, it helps you hate them. It adds it adds that, oh, these Raider fans. And they played good last night, too, which is even better. They won the game. But that was that was the first time I'm like, this this stinks. This officially stinks. Like I, The fans being back is kind of cool. And it's weird because the Cowboy game on Sunday had some fans. And – uh I was kind of like, oh, there's people in the game. And it was like, it looked, it looked better. Just people moving around, having a little life there. And the Cardinals looked great Sunday. There's a good fight in the stands at the uh, Browns. 
Was there? Angle, like, yeah, someone sent me a little video. I bet you it started with, down. why did we come here? <laughs> I have to have better things to do with my life than a Browns-Bengals game on a Thursday night. And so you just punched the guy who gave you tickets, because that's what I'd have done. Yeah, I didn't see that, the fight, in the, the fight in the stands for the Bengals and Browns. What are you fighting for? Like, you are defending the least, like, you're defending less than mediocre. What is your defense? What is your theory about either team there? And it might have been the opening game because I think they allowed some people there too. Well, there's fighting anytime you go down, uh, pretty much if you're a Bengal fan or whoever, and you go into the dog pound. Really? They sure. fight and each other? The- oh, yeah. Why? You have to be good to want to fight. <laughs> no one goes into the dog pound. You man. can't rip somebody's grocery sack off their head and still be mad. Like, both teams are, like, number one pick viable every year. There's no passion for that. You can't be passionate about your team being 7-9 and nine as your best season in 12 years. You can't fight another guy that's over what's, that. I mean, what's funny is because no, the dog pound is out of their mind there. They most certainly are. It's like the are. end zone at the uh, Raiders game, No, too. it's nothing like that. The Raiders have had success. Well. Yeah, okay. you can understand why a, why a team has fans who are passionate. The Browns and Bengals, no idea why you'd, why you'd hang your hat on that and say, I'm willing to take a black eye for this squad here. No. Well, they are threatened that they'd take their team away, and they did. Right. But they're not taking the dog pound away. I don't think So it has nothing to do about yeah. the team. Are they still mad about that? <laughs> they're still fighting the Bengals because the Ravens <laughs> happened in 94? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, if they're still grumpy about that, then you're not, you're not shaking it's a moose of that. It's all about the dog pound. Man. That is a uh, – that's like two people with no kids fighting at a Little League game. There's no real reason to do it. There's no, you have no stake in this game. You're fighting over crap. It's like me and Brett at the bar at 2 in the morning and the 300-pound girl that's willing to go home with one of us and we scrap over. I'm like, you can have her. I'll, I'll go home and masturbate with some pride. You go do your thing. <laughs> Bro, are you boys going to scrap over me? No. If it's not easy, I ain't doing this. I'll fight you for her. All right, that's again, that's fighting for the Browns. What are you doing? I have to defend the honor of the Bengals and Browns rivalry. <laughs> no. If the younger generation doesn't get into rock, then guess what? An art form has died. You want to get away, far away, to a place people aren't. You know what'll get you there? A Jeep. That's right, an off-road machine with a big lift and big tires. A rolling definition of go big or go home. And at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Jeep during the Jeep Adventure Days. Happening now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.